this is how one of my students got an 8.5. He structures it so well. Like I said, I'm going to be giving you that podcast later on. He structures it so well, whereas he dominates very, very easily. And so by structuring this, it says there are, okay, so why is the world facing environmental threats these days? I always, this is more like a speaking part three type of question, okay? Speaking part three questions always requires you to dig a little bit deeper, to think about it a little deeper, but to also give two reasons, okay? And so there's first, there's an example. The second to prove this, thus is the as a result. It's structured in that way. That's the cohesive device, not a template, not a template, okay? Templates is if you just keep saying the same goddamn thing. And if you look up and you just memorize everything, we're not trying to do that, all right? So, Beatrice, why is the world facing environmental threats these days, okay? Now, me, the first things that come to mind is air pollution and plastic pollution. So I could say, first, there's plastic I'm sorry, first, there's air pollution. For example, in Northern Thailand, the PM 2.5 ultrafine dust particles are, are above 500, which is equivalent to smoking 35 packs of cigarettes a day. This is one of the biggest problems in environmental threats because with the rampant amount of air pollution, the heat goes up and the storms become much stronger. Another reason is the plastic pollution, which is occurring vigorously in the, what is it, in the waters across the Pacific Ocean, such as the plastic landfill island that is floating around the Pacific right now. Because of this, birds are not only eating and ingesting a lot of plastic, ultimately killing them, but sea life, especially turtles, are becoming impelled with massive aluminum metal rods, and it ultimately kills them, and endangers the species too. Thus, these are the two biggest problems right now that the world is facing in regards to environmental pollution. Boom. Now, are you going to be able to speak that long like me? Please don't. Okay, I'm just going blah, 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 blah. I just wanted to show you first class, uh, what is it? Air pollution, Thailand. Ultrafine dust particles, people are dying, becoming big health issues. This is probably an easier route I should have gone. Then there's the second to prove this, there is a plastic landfill island floating around in the Pacific right now where birds and sea life are eating from it. This landfill is changing the fauna and killing a lot of sea life, ultimately endangering a lot of animals. Boom. That is kind of the format you got to do. If you put, for example, uh, the nomads look like it's not about environment and uh, things, but for example, another um, another uh, another question. Can you make up, make it up, your answer? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Remember, you're talking to a human being. You can bullshit any way you want, but you better back up your bullshit. It's not like Topo Topo. You're just in a computer and just blah 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 blah. You can make it up easily, but they will call you out on your makeup. So if you give a speaking question too, and one of the students, you're going to hear it. He made up his speaking question too. Talk, uh, and his question was, describe a house that you had gone to recently. So he described his best friend's house, but he described the different areas. Like 
First floor has this. Second floor has this. Third floor has this. Fourth floor. And he made it up along the way. And what happens is the IELTS examiner is going to ask a rounded question after that. And that rounded question, if you do not have that imagination right there and you're like, um, the third floor? Oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're called out on your bullshit. But anyways, like I said, it's not gonna, it's not gonna kill you per se, but you gotta be able to back up your imagination, okay? Woo! All right, here goes another cool one. Another speaking question three. Now, normally I would go over the speaking question one, the two, the three. You're going to hear all that in the podcast coming up, okay? Nonetheless, this one right here, how does the unemployment rate in your country differ from other countries, okay? And so it says here, as far as I know, okay, Beatriz, compare the unemployment rate in Spain compared to another country that has something opposite of Spain. Okay. Something what? Something opposite. Let's say a lower unemployment rate. You see what I mean? And so I don't know what Spain's unemployment rate is right now. Now, if you compare Spain, maybe it has a good unemployment rate to Portugal, which I've seen in the news. Apparently, they are suffering out there. It's terrible in Portugal. There you go. You know, and so as far as I know, my country's unemployment rate is much lower because of whatever industry it is that is very powerful right now. However, or in contrast, Portugal, which is, is, is Portugal above or below you? Above. Next. Oh, shit. It's next? Are you West? <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, it's in the same peninsula. It's in the same peninsula. Who's at the bottom of the yeah. peninsula? Gibraltar? Africa. Morocco, right? God damn, where's Gibraltar? Okay, I totally forgot. I'm terrible. I'll tell you when it comes to Europe, I'm sorry. Anything Asia, Africa is pretty tough for me. And the Latino countries, I got it. But Europe and <laughs> Africa kills me. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And above uh, is the French. Okay. French. Okay. And so, Beatriz, I want to ask you, how's the unemployment rate in Spain right now? Okay. As far as I know, uh, Spain have a lower employment rate um, at the moment. Um, and this is because, why is the unemployment high right now? And this is because, I mean, like, yeah, sorry. Uh, most of the just you can find there are like a, a lower allow rate pay they don't pay they don't pay well so the people don't want to to get this this kind of jobs and most of them also are like just casual um people kind of have a um stability in contrast like what in contrast uh for example australia okay yeah. let's go Australia and um, talk about what you know. That's right. Because maybe you don't know about Portugal. You don't know shit about Portugal. I don't know much about Portugal. Australia, good. Australia have uh, much opportunities at the moment. Mm, such as because their 
because they're lifestyle. I don't know. <laughs> right? Or again, not unemployment. We're talking about obviously the employment rate. But again, Spain is high right now because there are many casual workers and people do not want to do the normal jobs that are available. Is that what you said? But it's low, not high. Yeah, that's what I was confused. I was like, are you talking high or low? It was low because like they most of them are casual and the people don't want to get it, so they don't work. So that means the unemployment rate is high, correct? Okay, yeah, I said employment, <laughs> not unemployment. Oh, because you said employment. There we go. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I got confused with the question and everything. Okay, but you, you understand, right? Now, in Australia, the unemployment rate or the employment rate, let's just say the employment rate is low. Wait, the employment rate is high. There we go. The employment rate is high because uh, people from here is going to Europe and they don't have enough people uh, to work or uh, to cover all the work seats they have. Okay, so you're, but now you're given similarities instead of the differences. Because it sounds like both Spain and Australia, employment rates are, or fuck it, unemployment rates are high, right? Because you're saying Australians are going to Europe and Spain, they don't want to work. Is that correct? Okay, so that's why I got confused. That's why I got confused. So if you look at this, as far as I know, in Spain currently, unemployment rate is pretty high and it's because it's a casual based working economy and because of that many people do not want to take the jobs that are readily available right now in contrast to Australia let's say the unemployment rate is very low because it's a job based economy for instance there are many technical workers that work in trade and electricity that have consistent work because a union that backs them. So you see that? I just kind of made that up, but I remember because I used to live in Australia and you see the workers, they wear the orange jackets and they're always working with infrastructure and stuff. And this is a trade that they go into in 16 years old. They actually had trade schools. They don't, for it's not the scam America in regards to college. Right, America's a big scam when it comes to college, right? Because they're like, okay, go to college and get an education. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It's not the 70s, okay? But in Australia, it's like, no, I don't want to go to college. Okay, go to trade. Okay, fantastic. I'll be an electrician. Ta-da! You see that? That's why I love Australia. So anyways, this is the practicing that we're going to be doing, Beatrice. Yeah, so I have to think about it before it's anything. You know, and you know what's going to be good? Because I'm going to give you all the books. Okay, the, this book is the best. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you these and starting from page 29 for, for your homework, you're going to look at some of these questions and write down your answers. And then you could practice saying them. 
Okay, so as far as I know, da, 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 I want you to build up that spoken fluency and build that up. Okay, obviously your boyfriend could be the guy who asks you the questions. Okay, and then he could look at this and say, okay, all right, uh, okay, and what, what's your example? Okay, finish it up. He's building that coherence within your head, right? That's what you need. I still remember three years ago when I used to do those free consultations when I did not have my brand and did not know my niche, my niche market. But when I did these, I remember a lot of Filipino students came to me and they only had, uh, they, need, uh, they needed a seven, but they got a six and a half. I said, you need to master the art of storytelling. And literally one hour, every last one of those students that I helped Indians, Filipinos, uh, people from, what, what is that? Yemen, Yemenis, right? They all ended up getting seven, seven and a half and eight. So that's what it comes down to. The, impo the importance of coherence is substantial, substantial. All right. So here we go. Ooh, what do you think about the effects of having? Yeah. Okay, here we go. I like this one right here. Let's try this after this. What do you suggest the government should do? Now, it's up to you. If you want to talk about Australia or talk about your home country, it's up to you. All right. So just remember, you always have the option. It's not like if I'm in this country and they ask me, what do you think the government should do? Should I talk about this? Well, again, you could talk. You could just say, well, OK, in my country, as a matter of fact, me being from Spain, first, the government should see what I mean. So, repeat. What was that? Can you repeat the last part? So if you want to choose either the country you're living in right now, Australia, or Spain, it's up to you. But make sure you kind of state it at the very beginning. So if you were to say, okay. well, I'm from Spain, and I think the government should, does that make sense? Or you could say, yeah. well, I think the Australian government should. Okay, so specify. Make sure you specify exactly. Okay, Australia or Spain. Does that make sense? Okay. So, so tourism in Spain, what do you think? Um, should I start like first the government should? Or... Three, gonna talk about three things that they don't need extensive long examples they could be short and straight to the point okay first the spanish government should invest more in um maybe advertising our country in different countries around the world because uh spain is a country that is really know around the world but like they don't really know where to go just madrid or barcelona not um, another uh, different cities so second um now what you can do because that was such a good idea they could advertise and instead of staying second you could double down on that idea and say, then after they figure out where else they can go, they can begin making ads that target audience 
You see what I mean? You're given like, instead of getting three separate ideas, you're given one big idea and two steps. Okay. Uh, then if the government invests in advertisement, um, most people from another parts of Europe or in, around the world, they're gonna come to visit different cities where uh, the tourist is not just um, getting money from there, just the big two cities. Okay, and, and then because I feel like you summed everything up very good, go to the last one. I made these suggestions because I made these suggestions because I believe that like all different cities in Spain are worth to go and visit. And they will really enjoy because of their so much culture, different food, and they can have such a hot holidays. Good. You open it up, you gave your idea numero uno, idea numero dos, and you summed it up. You see that? That's called coherence. You practice that? on a consistent basis. Uh-huh. This is where this is we're going to be doing a lots of this Beatrice. Okay? Very good. Uh, no.